The ultimate compliment is to be considered an asset by those who know you. But what exactly does that mean? And how do we get there? I believe that there is a less discussed approach to becoming a person of value, a person who is successful, respected by others, and fulfilled. It's somewhere between the hustle culture and the ease and flow of manifestation. This podcast is designed to be a resource for the ambitious, the relentless, and the rare who are breaking societal norms, going against the grain, and are open to unconventional practices as we study what it takes to be a true asset in every area of life. My hope is that you'll find this podcast unique and like it enough to share it with a friend and maybe even one day join us at one of our in-person events. Enjoy. So how about a jewelry company made and designed by a medically retired female officer? Yeah, let's support her. It's called Blue Monarch Co. You can find it on Instagram. You'll be able to check it out in the show notes. Anyways, I've been wearing this necklace from her company since January. It has come in the, I don't take it off. It comes in the shower. It comes in the tanning booth. It goes everywhere with me and it looks amazing still. Go check it out because right now she's offering you as one of my listeners, 40% off. The code is going to be right down in the show notes along with the link to her website. And you can go check out the pictures of me wearing my angel necklace on Instagram if you have any questions. Hope you check them out. What's up, everybody? I'm excited to have you here for another excellent podcast episode today. I'm bringing to you a guest, and she's actually in person with me, which is exciting because typically I don't ever get to do in-person interviews, but that is what we're doing. And, And this one is actually a little bit different than what you might expect on this podcast. But, you know, as we have transformed and rebranded into She's an Asset, I really want to bring people on who have become assets in their own lives, who've really taken the adversity that they face and literally made it their bitch. And that's what this girl's done. (laughs) Her name is Vanessa. I'm going to let her introduce um, herself to you. She's actually my hairdresser. No, you cannot have her. (laughs) And uh, Vanessa, I'm really excited to have you here. Thanks. I'm really excited to be here. Tell everybody about you. Um, so yeah, my name is Vanessa. Um, I started my business, uh, Vanessa Whitney Artistry back in right after the pandemic hit. Um, I kind of took a leap of faith from going from a commission based salon and I just decided like, this is not for me. I need to go and do my own thing. So found a salon booth rented for a little bit and now I have my own suite in Scarborough Maine and it is great and it is going awesome business is thriving <laughs> V what do you tell, like I know but like what do you specialize in for hair so I specialize in extensions um blondes uh makeup for hair and weddings I mean makeup and hair for weddings um yeah just array of different things when I found you and this is like a tip for like any hair women listening (laughs) when I was searching for Vanessa um actually in your Instagram you had like you specialize in curly hair and blondes and I wanted to be blonde (laughs) and girlfriends got curly hair so it was it was really cool and and the reason I like that is because it made you stand out to me yeah you know what I mean so 
tell me about like let's let's take everybody back and then we'll come back forward yep okay so tell us about vanessa pre any of us like what made you want to become a hairdresser it's a very odd story um but i'm going to tell it and it's it's kind of crazy so i feel like all throughout my childhood I have always been involved in makeup and hair some way, somehow, whether it be dance, cheerleading, like everybody always asked me to do their hair and makeup. Really? All the time. Yeah. Even like cheerleading competitions, like the coach would want us to have like our hair a certain way for the competitions. And like every, before every competition, we would all have a spaghetti dinner the night before Mm -hmm. and then sleep over. And like, it was just a great team bonding experience. And then the day the day of the competition, we'd all get up super early and then I would do everybody's hair. Oh my god. For the competition. Everybody? Everybody. How did that start? Where did you like do one person's hair really good or your own? Or- I did my own one day and they were like, How did you do that? And I'm like, I don't I can't tell you. Like I have to show you. <laughs> I'm really bad at explaining things. <laughs> so I was like even though I did show them, they were like, I can't get this. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I was like, it's really not that hard guys. Like, and they're like, I know this is not my thing. And so I think at that moment I was like, okay, maybe this is like something I want to explore when I get older. Um, and then growing up through high school, there's been so many, so many avenues that I wanted to take. And I knew I wanted to do something creative with my life and something creative job wise. Um, there's been, I think, I wanted to be like a, a music teacher at one point, um, an interior designer at one point, anything that had creative behind it. Um, and I remember, I remember being in my guidance counselor's office and I brought up hair and he actually looked at me and was like, is that really an avenue you want to pursue? And I was like, well, yeah, I think so. Like, I feel like I'm good at it. Like everybody always compliments me on hair or makeup or like whatever I'm doing. I was like, I feel like I could make a career out of that. Mm-hmm. And I remember him kind of sitting there and he was like, well, you have some other great like options as well. Almost kind of like talking me out of it. Like this isn't a good avenue to go down. Like it's not something that's gonna, mm-hmm. I don't know. Pay the bill. Yeah, yeah. Anything like that. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of people tell me that. Um, really? Even, yep. Yep. I had a lot of people persuade me to do something else other than hair. Why? I have no idea. No idea. I think people, I don't know. Like, I remember my grandmother being like, you're going to be a dancer or an actor. And I was like, that's not me. Like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um. Even, even like my work, like when I, when I told them I was going to cosmetology school, my boss sat me down and she's like, is this something like, you really want to do like they everybody always asked me that i don't know why like as if the, it's just not a really great career but it is it's such a great career it's so rewarding and it bums me out that people did that but i i looked at it as like you can't tell me what to do yeah you tell me i'm not going to do something and i'm going to go back and prove you wrong because mm-hmm. that's who i am that's who you are. i'm like i do not like people telling me what i can and can do in my life mm-hmm. i'm going to control it i'm the controller of my life mm-hmm. in every situation that i have ever been in do you think that so i just think this is so relatable because we have a lot of women listening to this men and women listening to this podcast who really want to achieve greatness and mm-hmm. whatever it is right? Yeah. And if they're, you know, 
becoming first responders, if they're having growing their own business, if they're hairdressers, if they're, you know, whatever it is that they're doing. And I just feel like I being, I have faced so much of that too. Mm -hmm. The whole, you want to be a cop? Like when I'm back, when I was younger, I was 19 years old because I was 20 when I became a cop, but I was 19, 18, 19. You want to be a police? Why would you want to do that? Go be an attorney. Like, what are you doing? There's an attorney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no money in being a cop. And they're not wrong. Like I wasn't going to ever, I knew I was never going to get rich from that job, but that was really at that time. You were passionate was, about it. Yeah. That was, yeah. That was my calling. Yeah. And it would, it would devastate me because I'm like, for me, so this is how I, and I want to hear how you handled it internally, but internally for me, they'd be like, Autumn, you want to be a cop? And I'm like, yeah, why? And they're like, well, I just da 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 da. Whatever their reasoning was. And I always, always led to me like looking in the mirror and being like, is this really what I want? Mm-hmm. Did they see something in me that I'm not seeing? But no, for Autumn, what it was is they were seeing in me what they wanted. That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. That is exactly it. They wanted to go and achieve their dreams or whatever it was, but they didn't, they were too chicken shit. Mm-hmm. And because I had the balls to go do it, they were like, no, 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 no. You know? Yep. You had to have, what about you? Like, how did you internalize it? Like when, like, especially with your boss, I cannot believe that she sat you down. And was she like, did. We actually had a conversation um, when I told her that I was going to go from part-time to um, full-time at school instead and like switch that around and do work part-time and what were you doing for work because <laughs> I was working at a factory um making rope yeah yeah that sucked <laughs> yeah how fulfilling was that not very um I bent over backwards for everybody and got nothing in return it was just like one of those those jobs I feel like are just they're dead end in my opinion I can't I could, for me anyways, I, I was not going anywhere. Even if I thought like, I'm going to climb the ladder and I'm going to be the boss of my, do I really want that? Do I want to be sewing rope for the rest of my life and be in charge of people? No. Mm -hmm. The only person I want to be in charge of is me. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Mm -hmm. I think that was like the turning point because I was like, people are mean. I'm just like, not, it's like a factory, like mentality, like just people. Yeah. People People are mean. And it's, 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 it, I think it's a cultural thing. It's a, leadership, it it's a leadership thing. And, um, I really believe that in every job organization, the culture matters. Mm-hmm. And I just believe, especially like, I can't speak for any other country, but I can speak for the U S like we don't put enough emphasis on changing that culture, Yeah, you know, and you're right. So, um, what led you to working in a factory? Um, I actually quit cosmetology school. Did you? The first time. Yep. This I was a I was a beauty school dropout. (laughs) I'm not (laughs) joking. Um I had just met my husband, and for whatever reason, my grandfather had passed away right when I met my husband and I was going through school. And it was like probably four months into my schooling where he had passed. And I was gonna take some time off, and they were like, nope you can't take time off. And I was like, well, he's like my dad. Like I can take time off. Like I need bereavement. And he's there like, nope, 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 nope. If you do that, you're going to have to pay us X amount of dollars and you can't come back to the school. And I was like, I ain't coming back to the school then. (laughs) I was like, goodbye. I'm like, you can't tell me what to do. So bye. Um, so I left and 
I totally kicked myself in the butt, but I totally feel like things happen for a reason oh and they're happening for you. Yeah. So, and I'm going to elaborate on that because, um, when I did leave that school, that whole time that I wasn't in school and I was working at the factory, things would happen to me. Like, for instance, I went into a, um, like a psychic medium and this woman had no idea who I was. I went in on a whim. I walked in and she handed me some crystals, had me sit down. And then she said to me, your grandfather's walking forward. And he wants me to tell you that you need to go back to cosmetology school because there is something there for you. That was way too specific for me to be like, okay, those dots are like, right. There's something there. I have to go back. Mm -hmm. So, and I knew in that instant that I didn't want to do hair. I know that sounds strange, but I wanted to do makeup. Mm -hmm. So I instantly was like, I'm going to go to esthetician school because I remembered hair school not being that great. Mm -hmm. So when I tried to get back into that same school, they were like, mm, no, bye. <laughs> you can't come back to the school. So I was like, well, there goes my career. Like that's not. And so I didn't realize that there were other schools out there, but then I started researching it. And then I was like, oh my God, Empire Beauty School. Let me go look. So I went in and they helped me out so much. There were so many times that I wanted to quit. I worked full time. I went to school full time for the longest time. And it took me two years to graduate when it wow. should be a one year course. Wow. Um, I took a lot of time off here and there. We had a lot of deaths in the family at that time. New things happened. We had bought a house in this two, these two years that I was in school. I got married. It was like, a lot at once. And there were so many times that I wanted to quit. And every one of those teachers was like, you're not. Mm. She's, they're like, I see something in you that I haven't seen in any other student here and you need to stay. So I took that with a grain of salt and I was like, okay, obviously they're saying this for a reason. So I stayed. Thankfully I did. Um, they actually just reached back out to me and asked me um, if I would go and do their educational program as well for a free scholarship. Oh my God. <laughs> which I'm not going to take, but it's not something that I am passionate about like teaching. But um, I thought that was really great that's because amazing. I was like, that's crazy. I mean, I went in and talked to them and they were like, just so you know, like you're one of our success stories. Like we always talk about you in this school. Like you're one of these people that were like, so by the way, this is Vanessa. This is what she has achieved. And I'm like, do you guys really do that? They're like, every time every time we get new students, oh you are the story that we tell. And I'm like, oh I don't know what I did to deserve this, but I was like, you guys are so great. Oh, <laughs> They're so amazing. nice. Amazing. Mm -hmm. But I just really think, so like you touch on so many things in this. Sorry. No, <laughs> I love it. And I just think anybody listening is like, this is so inspiring because you literally proved how, um, you know, Gabby Bernstein says that, you know, um, roadblocks are just detours in mm -hmm. the right direction. Mm -hmm. But so many times we freak the fuck out yep. and we're, oh my God, my life is over. Mm -hmm. This is it. Like I was supposed to go to cosmetology school. I made this big mistake and now this is it. I'm done. My life is over. Yep. And if you would have stayed on that one track mind, you wouldn't be here today. Right. You wouldn't be having the impact that you're having. And it's just insane. Mm -hmm. But I, so anybody listening, you guys like pay attention. Where were you like, pigeonholing yourself looking at what quote unquote didn't go right I mean I can relate to that you know with my injury like still mm -hmm. today like 
today my back is killing me more than it usually does. I've been working oh. out. I've been working out like really hard. Oh. <laughs> so like my back is just done. <laughs> and you know, but I could stay there and focus on all that shit. But I'm not I'm right. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, it's it's bad enough where I sh- I really want to be laying down, but I'm not. But I'm not going to focus there, right? And I'm not going to allow that to be like, oh, this is it. I'm done. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Just like you. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think that's so important. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm hope you're enjoying it and getting some good stuff, mind shifting things from this. I just wanted to remind you super quick that if we are not hanging out on social media. We should be. You should come hang out with me. Um, I am the Autumn Clifford on Instagram. I'm Autumn Clifford on TikTok. And I have a Facebook group called She's an Asset. Love to have you there. Love to hang out with you and get to know you. Thank you so much for supporting my show. Let's continue. So we we touched on you worked in a factory. Yep. Now, can we go back a little earlier? Yes. T- tell me about, like, tell us, like, Tell, like, do you come from a family of, like, ultra-successful people? Not at all. (laughs) So, um, I'm gonna, I'll go way back. Um, my, my mother and my stepfather are drug addicts. Um, they were very highly abusive, um, as growing up. Um, so going through that and having DHS come all the time and not ever anything being done it is definitely disheartening and i i think that i don't i honestly don't know how my sisters and i and my brother as well i mean he has come out fairly normal compared to what any other family would have come out going through these things um we've come out fairly normal um we have jobs you know we have husbands wives and we have our lives together like we couldn't there there i mean i guess there would have been i don't even know if we didn't have certain people in our lives to make that little ounce of time better for us like i feel like we would be in a completely different place like if i didn't have my grand my grandparents i think that's where i would have gone wrong mm-hmm. because they had those moral values and you know those wholesome values that really good families have and I think implementing their values into our lives, even though our lives were not that great, had an effect on us. And this is why we are the way we are now. Do you think, do you think that, so tell me about what was the impact that they had on you? <clears throat> um I don't even know how to answer that question. I mean, did they inspire you? Did they believe in you? Did they never really, really never? No, <laughs> I know that sounds awful. I know that sounds awful, but like anything that I had, anything that I'd ever done in my life when I was living with them was always a joke. Everything really? like it does not matter what it was is like, so singing wise. Okay. Vaguely remember there's this time that I was sitting in the back of a truck, not in the back of the truck, but obviously the back seat of the truck, and singing a Shania Twain song at the top of my lungs. And I remember my parents looking back at me and they were like, Can you like sing like towards the other way, not like behind my ear? Because you sound horrible. And you and anybody <laughs> who actually knows that Vanessa <laughs> has 
the voice of an angel. It's absolutely amazing. So <laughs> thank you. That's got to be devastating. I think this is partly why, like my, you say it all the time. You're like, you're going to be a singer, but I think that's probably why I don't like to sing because mm-hmm. I have been told so many times that turn your head the other way. We don't want to hear you. Like it's such a, that was a big impact on me. Cause it's like, you're telling me I can't do something, but I know I can. Like it's, it's very like mind game. It was. Yeah. So like you're, you're thinking that you're not good enough mm. because people are barking that into your ear, like every day of your life. So, I mean, it's a, it's a weird, weird thing, but I'm just happy that it didn't affect me to the point where it's totally devastated my life because <laughs> it hasn't. Well, yeah. absolutely. And and so, but your grandparents, mm-hmm. did, you, did they believe in you? Oh, a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. They literally did everything, anything. Like if I was like, I really want at one point, I almost went pro being a figure skater because they were like, they, yes, I love. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I loved figure skating. That was, I was going to be a pro athlete. They were literally took the time to give me so many skating lessons. I went before school, after school, everything. And the minute I left my grandparents, all of that went out the window. So it was like, I didn't have any after school activities, nothing like that. So it was like, we were really stuck in our home. Wow. Yeah. And what do you think, Vanessa, what in you decided at some age that like you were not going to be that person. Like you weren't going to be like your mom or your dad. And like, you weren't going to be like them. You wanted to, you wanted better and you wanted to do better. What in you do you think? Like, what was it? What made you want to do better? I couldn't tell you, honestly, I just don't want it. I just never wanted to be like them. Mm-hmm. Just horrible people. I've never, I've never once heard anything positive out of their mouths it was always it was always a negative response to everything everything really or like body shaming that was another thing so like my stepdad would be like he would tell my sister be like oh do you see your sister in that bikini she probably shouldn't be wearing that do you want to be eating that donut right now because you'll be looking like your mother and your sister in real soon dead serious so there there's a lot of like I still to this day have body dysmorphia because I feel because of that like there's so many things that I've carried with me throughout my childhood um but I do feel like I have learned from them Mm. like they have made me a better person yeah honestly yeah and you know and I just like to highlight your mindset around that Mm -hmm. because a lot of us can get stuck in the victim mentality exactly of oh no what was me I Mm -hmm. grew up and, you know, I know that you grew up in a very unfortunate situation and you could have got stuck there. A thousand percent. Yeah. But you didn't. Mm-mm. That's amazing. You know, like all in itself, because the majority of people get stuck there. Yeah. <laughs> so when did you, so the transition, mm-hmm. do you think that your mindset and when, Obviously, we know your mindset had a lot to do with like where you're at today. Yeah. When did you start applying the what I would call the energetics of success or started working with energy and manifestation? When did you start implementing all of that? This is going to be strange, but um, 
It's honestly because of you. I'm not just going to say that. Yeah, Like, I'm not just saying that. I'm dead serious because the minute you sat in my chair, I just felt a vibe from you. And I was like, we're just going to be great friends. Um, But everything that you had to say, like everything that you're always talking about, I'm like, you know what? She has a point. She has a freaking point. Why am I not listening to her? So the next few times that you sat in my chair, I really soaked up all that, not like all that information. And I started applying it. And then I saw, I kept seeing things on TikTok about manifesting and um, singer Ashley Cook um, in Nashville. Um, she started journaling as if she was journaling. She's talking about the future, but as if it was right now. And everything that she was journaling future-wise has come true. And so I was like, you know what? That You're putting it out there to the universe. I'm going to try that. Started doing it and things have literally happened because I am writing that into existence. This is happening for me right now. Can you share a couple examples like like that you shared with me earlier? Yeah. So um, this past um, few months have been a little crazy, but um, I was, I got, re- uh, somebody reached out to me. Um, it was a photographer that I had been working with all summer. Um hair uh just makeup for senior photos and she was reached out to uh by this magazine called gladys and they wanted to do a photo shoot with this um senior who had won this contest and they were looking for a hair and makeup artist and she was like this is perfect i've worked with this hair and makeup artist all summer she's really great we'll have her you know collab on this so um that was my first um collab in a national magazine and uh, it's crazy. Um, I still can't believe that that's even something that I did. Um, but when I, when I sat down January 1st and started writing these things down, I specifically said that after this magazine had come out, they were going to call me back for another photo shoot as well as being featured in their magazine. And they called me up or emailed me, sorry. And, um, they had asked me both of those things. So I'm going to be featured as one of their top 100 success stories in their March, or maybe not March, maybe April issue. I can't remember, but they said uh, spring issue. Oh so, my goodness. Yeah. And I saw today on your story. Yes. <laughs> tell, tell them. Fangirling. Um, so Eric Vaughn does a collaboration. He's also um, an amazing hairstylist. Um, he's like insta-famous. <laughs> wicked. It's like, he's got almost like, it's like half a million yes. followers. Yeah. Um, I'm like, it's crazy. Um, <laughs> but I posted um, a photo of this girl's hair. Um, she had gotten new extensions and Eric Vaughn and Bellamy um, came out with a new line of extensions called the Flex Weft. Um, they're supposed to lay flatter on the head. They're really, really great. Um, and these colors are just to die for. And I cannot stop ordering them. I'm like, I, every single time that I like see somebody, like somebody wants this hair, I'm like, okay, so I'm probably going to go get a set of these myself. I'm like, how, how many times can I change my hair color in a year? Or let me think, <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. Um, but yeah, so he, I posted it and he reposted it and it was like, big sleigh and then literally posted my name under it and tagged me and I was like oh my god that's huge. that's crazy that's because amazing. I all of his people are gonna see that yeah. so um this is it's just great huge. It's, it's great big stuff mm-hmm. 
you know, when you come, this little girl who comes from a very abusive family, parents are on drugs, you're back and forth, you don't really have any stability, you mm-hmm. were working in a factory, probably just for money. Yep. Um, <laughs> people can't see you, but you, you gained a bunch of weight um, due to unf- due to unfulfillment, not yep. being happy. A thousand percent. Eating, eating to fill, yep. right? And then look at you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you were working you become a hairstylist against all the odds. And then, then not only that though, that's what I love is that you don't just stop there. And that's (laughs) really what I want to highlight for everybody is people, people just stop Mm -hmm. for some reason in life. Like we get to this place where we just feel like, okay, it's good enough. Yeah. I'm good. This is good enough. And you didn't do that. And you're like, no, I want my own place. So um, for everybody listening who you don't, you might not know, like, so the, where she works, she has what's called a suite and it's a very high end um, salon, what they call a block. So there's a ton of different suites in there and there's hairstylists, and massage therapists and like Botox, like, injections, yeah, like, yeah, tons spa of, things like, yeah, tons, but it's very, very high end. It's beautiful. And it's so funny because when I first met you, you were like, that's what I want. I want my own salon, but kind of, but not really. And I don't know how to like, if you were like mm-hmm. talking, you're like, I, I just don't know how to I make forgot it. about that. Yeah. And you're like, I just don't know how to like make it fit. And then like a year later, you're like, I found it. And <laughs> I'm doing this thing. And, and not only that, like opportunities are coming to you and you're in you're applying the principles of manifestation. The energetics of success skips nobody. Mm-hmm. What happens are people skip it. Yeah. And we think that we this is what I just blows my mind is that we think that we can be like we're going to be massively successful without applying universal laws. You cannot be the greatest ever. You cannot be as great as you could possibly be if you do not apply the energetic principles because everything is energy. Mm -hmm. So the laws of attraction and quantum physics are always at work. You might as well work with them instead of against them. Yeah. And and you are a walking, talking image. (laughs) I mean... How much weight have you lost? Um, <laughs> um, it's close to 60 pounds. Amazing. And you look amazing. Thank and you. Tell them about the five pound story. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. That's another thing that I wrote down in my journal, um, that I've been struggling to lose the last five pounds that I've wanted. I really wanted to be in the one sixties and I could not for the life of me go past 175. And the other day I woke up and I was like, I'm going to step on the scale. I haven't done it in like a month. Stepped on the scale and it was 169. <laughs> I was like, yes. That is like, can we just all agree? Us women know. <laughs> that is like amazing. Mm, it's fun. <laughs> Vanessa, where can people find you on the socials? Um, I'm most um active on Instagram. And what's your handle? Vanessa Whitney Artistry. Vanessa Whitney Artistry. We'll have her tagged in the show notes. Um, before we leave, Vanessa, what would you give? like for you to give some advice to the woman who might be struggling a little bit to find her way. What would you tell her? I would tell her not to listen to anybody else's opinions, but her own. Mm. Um, I've learned that the hard way. And I wish I would have just stuck with my gut instinct and just go for it and just do it because ultimately it's your life you're living not anybody else's life why are you making somebody else happy focus on yourself love it beautiful thanks thank (laughs) you so much for coming thank you for having me you're welcome
All right, everybody, we will see you next time. Check out Vanessa. Uh, her handle's in the show notes. And if you guys have any questions for her, you just DM her or you can DM me and I will get them. I'll get them to her. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the She's an Asset podcast. If you wouldn't mind, could you please share this out? The only way we grow and I can get this out to as many people as possible is with your help. So we're kind of in this together. And the good thing is, is I know you have my back. So uh, I want to say thank you and ask for you to share the show. And if we're not hanging out in the socials, I hope that you'll come and hang out with me. I'm Autumn Clifford pretty much everywhere. Thank you so much. See you next time.